Welcome to The Do Zone, where real entrepreneurs share real strategies about getting things done. I'm your host, Josh Thomas. You can find me on social media at JT Literally. This podcast is brought to you by Factor One. If you're a hardworking entrepreneur who's looking to level up this year, there are three key shifts you can make right now in order for that to be possible. Go to imfactor1.com now, and I'll show you exactly what those three key shifts are and how you can get them set up in your business in less than six minutes. Once again, that's imfactor1.com. Today's guest is Brock Zivan. Brock is an entrepreneur and life coach, motivational speaker, a realtor, and a dad. Brock, welcome to the Do Zone. Tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. What's up, man? Thanks, Josh, for having me on here today. You know, the, the, the key ingredient, it sounds it sounds very simple. Um, a lot of the stuff I take, I say there's two ingredients. There's a plan and there's self-discipline. And those two things a lot of people struggle with. And they might have the plan, but there's self-discipline behind it. And really, to be honest with you, it's starting your day off with the alarm clock and not having it next to your bed. And literally that small little anecdote of putting it away from you, like a lot of people say, Brock, I'm, I'm not a morning person. I just struggle with the morning. And really, we start off in the initial, initial spot of just getting your tail out of the bed is such a huge ingredient of getting you started on the right foot. So I do a lot of stuff like on, on morning routines, owning the morning and starting your day off on the right foot. Yeah, and a lot of us are really good at creating a plan but we're not so good at the self-discipline necessary when that plan doesn't go according to plan. The execution is such a huge ingredient that people just, they, they, they fall like, you know, life happens, things go sideways and they don't really have a formula that goes to it. I, I always ask people, what time do you get up in the morning, Monday through Friday? And you'd be amazed that nobody, like, it's very difficult. Like, well, it depends. Like if my kids are home, if I'm in summer school, they just, there's no consistency. So that self-discipline, the consistency of just starting your day off every day at the same exact time is such a huge component that like, sometimes it's overlooked. Yeah, and it's making things predictable, I have found reduces your mental load mm -hmm. necessary in order to just get through the day. Yep. Uh, just as an example, if you need to go to this, uh, visit this business that's on the other side of town and you live in a large city, the GPS is going to put you on the shortest path that takes the least amount of time, usually. Mm -hmm. now, or you could take the scenic route. The scenic route will take you more time and it will expend more energy. It's more turns. It's can create more stress. There's more variables. But the GPS is usually going to put you on the highway. It's the shortest, most direct path at the fastest speed. And a lot of times we don't necessarily set our lives up that way yeah. because yeah. we are not focused on taking that mental load and all of the variables out of it. And like, what is that thing that I need to do today? And I just want to focus on that. Mm -hmm. No, so true. I mean, they're just some of the simple things of just having your clothes out the night before it's one less thing to think about that you can focus on your day instead of like what do i wear how does this look what do i need to do it's like we bog ourselves down with all this stuff and then you throw in notifications of cell phones and distractions and it's just like well how do I, I mean i just never have enough time in the day i mean how many times do you hear people say that yep 
Yeah. And uh, I would go one step further. I've, I've heard people say, you know, Hey, is there anything that you need right now? And they'll say, yeah, I need a couple more hours in the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, my usual immediate response to that is why you would just fill them up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So tonight, oh, you're just going to fill them up with nonsense that you don't need to be doing anyway. Why do you, what would you do with it? Why should I trust yeah. you with more time? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Why should I trust you with more time? You're not doing very good with what you already have. Yeah, I know, right? And, <laughs> and so uh speaking of kind of leveraging, you know, time and the effort that you're putting forward, I'm curious to learn about your conversation to conversion formula. What is that and what's where did it come from? So part of my book um of so I do a lot of literally conversations, but I was in the real estate world, it's it's having conversation with strangers. And then I developed it into like relationships with your kids. I got two kids and relationships with significant others. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm coming from, you know, my ex-wife were divorced, but I had to learn about myself. And so I started to dive deeper into the disc and with John Maxwell and understanding these different personality styles. And so I started to understand how to talk to people, but I first had to understand myself first before I can start analyzing others. So my formula in my book, turning scripts into conversations, because so many people are like, Brock, I want your scripts. I want your scripts. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what the other person is going to say yet. I have, I have a tool belt, a toolbox, but I really don't know yet because I'm a very big advocate of listening to understand, not to respond. We're so mm-hmm. focused on what we want to say to people of coming from our own personal experiences instead of actually listening to them. So my formula is I want to validate you. You know what, Josh? I hear what you're saying. And then I want to check for clarity. So I validate, I check for clarity, and then I'm going to continue to ask more questions. And I follow this formula until I can validate, check for clarity, and then present a solution or a plan. And many times I, I use it even with my kids, like my 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 daughter is 11 years old. If I say to her, Brielle, I need you to go clean your room. Well, sometimes there's a little bit of money, like clarity in reference to that. So I got to make sure that I emphasize it. Dad, I, I did clean my room. Okay, Brielle, well, did you fold your clothes? Did you put clean it? Did you make your bed? Did you get rid of the garbage? Did you feed the turtle? Like going in a little bit, diving in deeper with it. And in the real estate industry and entrepreneur and business world, it's literally talking to people. Josh, I completely understand. That makes a lot of sense to me. But let me ask you this. What makes you want to do a podcast? How did you start a podcast? What, what was your why behind it? And then we're starting to peel back the onion so I can understand the root of it to understand more about what it is that you're all about, what you got going on. And, and like, wow, that's an amazing story, Josh. Man, I'd love to be able to do that. That sounds great. What time works for you? How about three o'clock or six o'clock? And in in entrepreneurship world, real estate world, that's closing the deal to get the appointment. You know, you you touched on something that's near and dear to my heart. And I think to summarize what you just shared, it all comes down to acknowledgement. People are looking for that acknowledgement that you heard what they said and that you see them as a human being and not uh, a transaction. And you would be surprised, number one, how far acknowledgement will take you as a salesperson out of that, you know, kind of sleazy salesperson mode. And you would also be surprised how uncommon it is 
for a salesperson or sales professional of any in any industry to actually acknowledge what the other person has just said. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the easiest thing to do is just to say, well, let me feed this back to you to make sure I heard you. Mm-hmm. You said this and this and this. Is that right? And and it's the most amazing thing that I'm sure you know, Brock. Like they're like, oh my God, you're a mind reader. Yeah. <laughs> I just said what you told me. <laughs> Well, you just did it right there. You validated with them. And then you asked the question, is that what you said? Is that right? And so it makes them I want to like understand. It. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, 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 it's so. But I'll tell you this, though. It is a behavior. And that behavior has to be practiced over and over again. Because I say this to many people. When you were in school, Josh, you had math tests, right? You had writing tests. You probably had speaking to us you maybe sometimes had like you know can you hear this noise can you hear this but we never really have listening tests we never have listening tests to actually understand how to listen to people and acknowledge them love your word and validate what their feelings are and how they're going through that like i could see how that makes you feel and see i didn't do that in my first marriage and i i was just like okay sounds good moving on okay no problem and I would, I would just not ever validate. And that's actually one of the love languages is they talk about the validation part. And so I studied the five love languages. I'm like, I probably should have read these books before I got married, but you know, it's part of the journey I'm on. But, you know, I, I, I 100% your word acknowledge is, is such a huge ingredient because it makes people feel warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah. And it's, and it's one of the simplest things. I'm so glad that you brought it up. Because it's one of the simplest things that you can do. And and I really love the fact that you said, this is a behavior. This mm-hmm. is not a tactic. This is this is not like some weird underhanded ninja technique. Right, yeah. It's just you being a human being and treating the other person like a human being. Mm-hmm. and And just allowing each other to live in that moment. And I don't know if I can help you or not. Let's find out. But yeah. first, let me make sure I understand who you are. Mm-hmm. So true, stuff. And and then uh, just uh, one one other thing I wanted to ask you about was this mess to success. And so, could you could you give me an idea briefly about what the mess to success is? So I just I was actually speaking at an event here in Charlotte, and I was like, I gotta go. I got a podcast, and and I don't want to be late. And so I was racing out, and I was. And knowing that the time period that we have, like in a in a very short, my life was a was a rocky road. Um, I, I I came from addiction. Um, my cars were repossessed. Both my cars. You know, I don't want to do anything half tail. Like I got I got to do it all in. So both cars repossessed. I I was in IRS debt of one hundred fifty three thousand dollars. About to go to jail. Was through a divorce. DSS was called against me. I lost my real estate license. It was, I was in shambles. I didn't understand emotions because I was drinking all the time. And so literally I just celebrated seven years on on November 1st of working on my sobriety. And it's a daily thing. And I say working, it's not because, oh, I'm in the clear. No, I constantly have to work on it. And so my mess in reference to that was, was my learning point. God put me in this position in this journey, in this path to help other people. The first two years of my life, I was embarrassed to talk about it. I didn't want to talk about it because I was like, the people are not going to trust me. I'm a moron. Like, how can you not control yourself? And so I had to go through all this stuff. And I, I was just sharing today that like poor is a mindset, broke is a season. 
And I've been through the broke season twice. The first time I blamed everybody else. The second time I took ownership of it. And I started recognizing and how to become better and how to be able to take my mess and turn it into success for me. And one of the lines I, I love when I'm coaching people and, and entrepreneurs is I've gone through what you're about to go through and grow through. And so I can relate to you. And so I take them through that journey in my book. Hmm, got it. And what's the name of the book? My Mess to Success. Oh, that's the name of the book. Okay, that's great. The name. Yeah, that's the name awesome. of it. And, and where can we get that book? Well, if I can talk to my publisher and, and get it out, I would be able to, uh, it is, they're finishing it up over here. So as soon as I get okay, it, so I, you, I didn't realize how expensive it is to do books too, by the way. I don't know if you ever read books. Books are book. expensive. Man. Yeah, indeed they are. They and are. so that book, My Mess to Success, will will be out soon. Yeah, and, it's, uh, it's for, supposed to be out in quarter four. And then my scripts to conversations are is supposed to be out at the end of this year. That's excellent. And so uh, tell us a little bit quickly about what you do and who should connect with you and how could they can do that. So um, as you say, as you stated in my, in my intro, I'm a life coach, I'm a business coach, I'm a real estate agent and a dad. I got two beautiful kids, a five-year-old son, Bryce, and my daughter, Brielle. And uh, so I help people who, I help people going through life and I help people that are going through challenges just like I did, whether it's financially, mentally, spiritually, physically, business, whatever it might be. Um, I work on cleaning up your house, your inside, your your inside, your internal self before we can work on the outside. And so uh, I'm primarily in the entrepreneurship business world, primarily real estate agents, loan officers, insurance agents, because that's what I've been around a lot for the last 15 years of my life. Um, I do a mindset morning show, 51 weeks out of 52 weeks of the year. Um, I'm a very big believer of that because if I drank on any day that ended in Y, I could do something positive on any day that ends in Y. So I do a mindset motivational coaching show each and every uh, day. Actually, I should change that Monday through Friday um, at 8.15 Eastern time. Um, so anybody's more than welcome to join our, our show, the Broxy Man's Mindset Motivational Coaching uh, Facebook page. Um, you can also check me out, bz3enterprises.com has all my coaching platforms as well as my real estate. Excellent. Love that. Well, Brock, thank you so much for coming on and sharing a little bit of wisdom about how you get things done and how you navigate through that. We're going to go ahead and wrap up from here. Uh, for those of you who are interested in learning more about Brock's event, you can go to BZ3, that's spelled out, T-H-R-E-E, -E, enterprises.com, BZ3enterprises.com. And uh, if you are listening to us on your morning commute or your workout or out in the field somewhere, be sure to snap a selfie and tag me at JT Literally. Tell me what you do in the do zone. Also, if you're a seasoned veteran business owner, but you know what got you here, ain't going to get you there. We can help. Go to IamFactor1.com now and let's see how much impact we can make in less than six minutes. Know this, you are Factor One for your own success. Now, let's get to work. If you're a small business doing at least six figures and you're trying to level up, but you keep getting smacked down, pay attention. There are outside forces at play that you're almost certainly not aware of. No, I'm not talking about the president, the economy, the Federal Reserve, or inflation. I'm also not talking about your industry, your competition, or current market conditions. I'm talking about you. There are invisible forces that are keeping you from breaking through to the next barrier in your business. That's why you keep repeating the same cycle year after year. 
You think next time will be different, but what you don't realize is that you're running through a huge maze and your opponent has every turn memorized because your opponent built the maze. Until you get your hands on a map and come up with a plan of attack and execute it, you're just going to keep running circles over and over and you'll lose every time. You'll never find the exit without a plan. The good news is your opponent is predictable. Your opponent follows the rules. You can beat your opponent because you don't have to follow the rules. You see, you have free will. Your opponent is restricted to the rules of the game, but you can make your own rules. You just got to have a plan. And in order to get a plan, you first have to take responsibility for putting yourself in that maze without a map to begin with. Because you are factor one for your own success. Your opponent is your comfort zone. If you're ready to stop running circles in the same circuit year after year and finally break free from the maze, join factor one. We are a unique development program for six-figure entrepreneurs. We'll airdrop into your exact location of the maze with a paper and pen, and we'll help you draw a clean map to the exit using our bird's eye view. We'll also arm you with the tools you need to defend yourself properly, and we'll walk with you shoulder to shoulder to make sure you get out safely this time. We don't leave anybody behind that doesn't want to be left there. Join us. Go to imfactor1.com right now, and let's talk about getting you out of that maze once and for all.